Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner. Rob Parker. Rob Parker is out. Oh, no. my man, Martin Weiss, in his place. And we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com Studios, TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this right here, the odd couple, even without my partner, Rob Parker, is the way sports talk radio should be. We got some great topics and some great guests. And Jay Crawford from Cleveland, Ohio, former colleague of mine at the old network, will join us. Can't wait to get Jay on to talk about these Browns and some other stuff going on around sports. But uh, keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83. For the next three hours, you won't be disappointed. Let me welcome in my partner for the night, Martin Weiss, and before I uh, bring him in, you can hear him along with last night's guest, VJ Husky, on the Martin and VJ show 
At this time, 4 to 7 Pacific, 7 to 10 Eastern, every Saturday right here on Fox Sports Radio. And look, I introduced VJ last night, and I, I got the same, I think it was the same intro Music. What? What is this? Y'all got y'all got intro music, theme music now? No. So we don't necessarily have theme music. Thanks for having me on, Chris. But what we do have is if you you've worked with the Big Vanilla Funny before, so you know he's one to make some 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 bold proclamations. Yes. All right. And so one day I just was like, Chris, we've got uh, our board operator, Chris Perfezzo. We've got to keep track of some of these because VJ. It's very much like Hakeem Olajuwon was when he was playing for the Houston Rockets and his parents couldn't see all the games. He would record them, Chris. But the thing is, he never sent back the losses. So his parents, <laughs> his first few years in Houston, thought you know he was just going 40-0, and 50-0. It was undefeated, right? So that's the thing with VJ. We we're trying to record the wins and the losses. And so, a la Hark Harrelson. You can put it on the board, yeah! Just to make sure we can sit there and be like, all right, hold on a second. Is Mac Jones going to be a Patriot this offseason? Because that's one of the ones that really got this thing started. VJ was saying oh, Mac said Jones. Mac Jones was going to be gone? Was going to be gone. He's going to be oh, out. Yeah. That same Mac Jones claiming that. The same Mac Jones sitting in the third preseason game more than likely he's got the starting job locked up. Just a few months ago, VJ said he was going to be playing for a different oh. team. And that, see, so this I is wish, the level I of wish accountability. I wish I had known Chris. that last night. I, I wish I had known that last night. It would have been even uglier for VJ than it actually was. All right, <laughs> I don't know if that's our on man, this Mark again. Weiss. Let's introduce the Odd Couple crew. USC Chris, the aforementioned USC Chris, is on the ones and the twos. On a funky flashback Friday, I'm interested to see what he has in store. You in the crates? I'm always in the crates, Chris. You know All it. right, be in those crates, brother. Uh, Steve DeSager. On the updates, our man Ethan Miller hey, here for super producer Rob G, running things and on social media. The great Elijah Sabunia. Speaking of great, you know who looked great last night? The Pittsburgh Steelers. They finished a perfect, and I do mean perfect, regular season, preseason. Went 3-0. Routed the Atlanta Falcons 24 to nada. And their starters played last night. Not the whole game, but, you know, enough. And this is what their starters did in the uh, preseason, Martin. They're starting offense. They had five possessions for the starting offense in the three games. They scored five touchdowns. Their quarterback, Kenny Pickett, last night, Four for four, 86 yards, and a couple of really nice dimes. One to George Pickens, one to Deontay Johnson. And, you know, it's unique. Some teams don't play their starters at all. And uh, Mike Tomlin, the coach for the Steelers, was asked if, you know, last night's performance kind of validated him playing his play starters in every preseason game. And the Falcons, of course, played their backups last night. First, in in typical Mike Tomlin fashion, Martin, uh, he said, I don't need validation. (laughs) That's perfect, uh, Mike Tomlin. I don't really need validation. 
Uh, shout out. He's a Kappa. That's how we roll. Kappa Alpha Psi in the house. Frat brother. All right, all right. All right. You an Alpha, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Al- Alpha would have been like, yeah, yeah, that, that really helps. The first and the <laughs> finest. That's all I have to say. <laughs> all right, now nah, it's all love for the Alphas, the Qs, the Sigmas, all the frats out there. All right, um, but he goes on. I think it's difficult to box without sparring. That is the quote. From Mike Tomlin, preseason is an opportunity for us to spar and sharpen our swords for the battle. I'm just going to be real brief before I turn it over to you, Martin. I love it. You know who else plays their players and goes hard in the preseason? Oh, the world champion Kansas City Chiefs. I love it. Andy Reid runs the toughest training camps in the league. And he's done it all the way back to Philadelphia. And he's had some pretty good teams, I'd say. All right, two Super Bowls in what the last four years. And I think more are coming. So you would think most leagues being copycat leagues that should want to copy Andy Reid and Mike Tomlin and not some of these other teams like, ah, Nat Hackett and the Denver Broncos last year? Starters didn't see the field at all in preseason. And we remember how that went. Remember game one? I mean, they couldn't even get three false starts, two delays of games. It was a, it was, it was, it was, it was was terrible. All right. It was, it was ugly. And to top it off, Martin, Teams that didn't play their starters at all last year in the preseason started three and eight. Okay? Three and eight. And it really is more like, I don't know if I got my math right, but one in six because two of the wins came against, you know, teams that neither of them played their starters. Right. So I'm sorry. Like, Martin, I'm I'm an old school cat. And I think that you, like Mike Tomlin said it perfectly. It's hard to box and win the fight if you don't spar. And so I am all on board with Mike Tomlin and Andy Reid, and I think they're going to come out and their teams are going to play well right out the gate. And some of these other teams that rested starters will take, you know, we've heard it all oh, the first months of the preseason. Yeah. Well, except that's it's not. not good. Like, except it's not getting a hole. Like, right. So the, the preseason is the preseason. Then I'm saying the first three games that you play of this 20 game season, ostensibly 17 regular, three preseason. That's the preseason. Thank you. Because once September 11th hits and we're playing game one, all of a sudden they count. I know. So we talk about how much the preseason doesn't count. You know, really, it's a lot of the people on on Twitter and on X. All you know, people who like see Michael Pittman Jr. limp off to the sideline yesterday and say, "Oh, don't play starters in preseason. You can get play- hurt playing football at any step of the way." Yes, you can. We've seen guys get hurt in practice. The first day non-contact. of training camp, the first day of training camp, it's almost always somebody goes down with a non-contact injury Joe simply Burrow. because they haven't been running around playing football that whole time. I'm not saying you got to go out there and play your starters a a whole quarter, a whole half, whatever. But I think there is something to the idea that you're going to have a dress rehearsal before the play starts. 
right? Do you think that when they're going out to do a musical, Chris, when they're going out to do Chicago, the musical, that they just walk on stage, it's the first time everybody's singing together? No. <laughs> they run through it a whole bunch. They practice it a whole bunch because when it comes time to it, just like a musical or dance, football is a choreographed sport. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's yep. got to move at the same time. And in order to achieve the goal, in order to get that one gap you need, either offensively or defensively, to make the player stop or, or get a big gain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally agree. Then, when you, you, you did this a little bit just a second ago, but Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, they all have what in common? NFL jobs for the last 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Sean Payton prior to yep. retirement from the New Orleans Saints. NFL jobs for over 10 years. And in a league in which one-third of the league is looking for a new head coach, one-third of the league is on a coach that has probably five to six years of experience, if that, and then one-third of the league has double the experience of everybody else, why would you not copy the people that continue to win? It's, Thank you. It's, it's illogical to me. So when you – so, like, the idea behind – look, yeah, you got joint practices. That's all well and good. You got – but – there's something even, I think, to the point, like like Robert Sala was saying in Hard Knocks, Aaron Rodgers is going to start the last preseason game. He's not going to play any meaningful, any meaningful amount of snaps, right? No, of course not. But he's like, look, I want you to hear the Jets fans for the first time. I want you to get dressed in our locker room, run out to the field as a member of the New York Jets prior yeah. to when they actually matter. It's the whole point of having a dress rehearsal. And people are like, oh, but what if he gets hurt? Well, he, all right, so he could get hurt week one, play one. Now what? You know, and it, 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 the game's like, so – if you want, even if you want to adjust your strategy, where you're playing your starters in like the first two preseason games, so they have a little bit of time to recoup from injury, from the third preseason right. game to the start of the regular season. But there should be a plan in which you are getting your guys prepared to go out there and hit and be hit, because that's what is inevitable in this sport. You are going to hit or be hit. Have you ever heard that phrase? I'm sure you have. Scared money. Don't make money. Of course, Chris. I'm from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> well, scared play isn't winning play. You're right. I'm sorry. We all would be devastated if a great player gets injured in the preseason. But you know what? You can't help it if it happens. And it doesn't happen that common, commonly. I mean, you can't you could get injured doing it. Joe Burrow, we saw him go down. Thankfully, it's not. Doesn't appear to be too serious, but he's missed the whole preseason with the calf injury. But he, he was just running. Nobody hit him. And you've got to let guys play. Rob and I talk about it all the time, Martin. In the NBA now, low management has run amok. And guys are hurt more than ever. They just they load managed the heck out of Kawhi Leonard. I get he probably needs it. It was one of the few that does probably need it, but he still got hurt in the playoffs. You know, baseball they are load managing these pitchers to death, and they're still getting hurt. I think they get hurt. This is just the eye test. They they appear to be getting hurt more than ever. Or you know what? At least this it does not appear that guys are not miraculously not getting hurt. No. You know what I'm saying? It's not like this is it, end all, it ain't be all work, You're right. It ain't working, that's for sure. Yeah, it, Even if it's the same as it used to be, it, that's not gotten any better. It's bad. It's bad. And so I am with Mike Tomlin. Keep it up. And I think the Steelers, 
They're going to jump on some people early. I think they're going to be good the whole way through. But they are going to jump on teams early because they are in, I won't say midseason form, but they're going to be way ahead of many of the other teams. And the same goes for the Chiefs and the other teams that I think. I'm not saying it's foolproof and, you know, just because a team played their starters a little bit in the preseason, they're going to automatically be the team that didn't. But as I just said, the numbers bear it out. And this, many of the best coaches in the league, this is what they do. All right. We want to hear from you. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. It is your turn to weigh in. Do you want to see starters playing in the preseason or not? Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, Chris and Martin, you're next. All right, when's the last time you looked at your tires? No, I mean, really check them out. Close inspection. You know, worn-out tires are dangerous to you, to your passengers, to other drivers on the road. They take longer to stop your car, decrease your vehicle's fuel economy, which takes money out of your pocket. So here's how you check your tires. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see George Washington's head, the top of it, then it's time to replace those tires. All right, so head on over to TireRack.com. Use the tire decision guide, get a personalized tire recommendation to find out the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Continental tires. They'll be shipped fast and free to you or to one of more than 10,000 recommended installers. And you'll get free road hazard protection for two years on top of that. Plus, you might qualify for mobile tire installation, which is available in some areas. That's where they bring the tires to you at your home or your workplace and install them on site. It's ultra convenient. So go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their continental test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel it's worth the trip That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. It is the Odd Couple Live from the TireRack.com studios brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We've got breaking news. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, reporting the Dallas Cowboys are in the process of completing a trade for Trey Lance, the former number 3 overall pick of the 49ers. He, quote, gets a fresh start. In fact, Adam Schefter, ESPN, says the deal will be for a mid-round choice. It would be official Trey Lance to Dallas. Back to you. All right. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Martin Weiss, your thoughts? And just Tom Pelissero just said it's going to be a 2024 fourth round pick to the 49ers for Trey Lance. And my first thought and first thought is, man, you know what? Winning really does solve everything. Because if the, if the 49ers and the amount of draft capital that they spent on Trey Lance to completely mismanage the opportunity for him to be good, if he turns into anything for the Cowboys, like that's that's grounds for firing a guy the firing of front office, the firing of staff. However, they've been to three of the last four NFC Championship games, so it's probably right. not going to happen. So they're good. Winning it solves happen. everything. It's about winning. It's it a- doesn't matter how you get there. It matters that you get there. That's it. The, I hear you. On the they, Dallas, they, was, you know, if they won, they're winning. If they win the Super Bowl this year, who's gonna? Who cares? Right. That Trey Lance didn't pan out, and that they gave up all that because they got talent everywhere. On the so Dallas side of it, I, you know, there's a lot of they thought they were going to lose Cooper Rush this offseason. Like that didn't look like it, but like the I, you know, Trey Lance. I'm is he if he makes the active roster, I'd be surprised. I think he may be a practice squad guy. But I was thinking, like, where does he land? This makes a lot of sense in that if Trey Lance can play at the level that at least the 49ers thought he could a, a year ago this time when they named him the starter, right? Or, you know, how some people thought they that he was coming into the league was worth over a third overall pick. If he can progress and get to that point, I would imagine his game could look similar to a Dak Prescott's. And one of the things that I find NFL teams should do a better job of is finding backups that play like the starters. So when you get into the situation where a backup needs to play, it's more plug and play than having to do everything differently. So I mean, I wish the best of luck to Trey Lance. I don't know how it's going to work out, but my biggest takeaway is Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are real lucky that they've been running through the NFC the last few years. Because well, they're not, they not lucky because they're running through the a- NFC because they've made good decisions elsewhere. They made a mistake. It's a big mistake, all right? But you know what? They've been so good in other decisions. I got, you know, Kyle Shanahan has made mistakes, you know, coaching uh, as an offensive coordinator, as a head coach. We've seen it. They have cost his teams dearly at landing the Super Bowl when they lost to the Patriots. Uh, San Francisco, when they lost to the Chiefs, blown leads. And I think a lot of that's on him. However, with this team, 
they have done a good job elsewhere, and they're one of the most elite teams in the league. They're one of the most talented teams in the league. So everybody makes mistakes, all the teams. And because they've been good elsewhere, they, like you said, it's not sticking to them. And to be honest, it shouldn't. Because at the end of the day, if Brock Purdy, if, I don't know that he will. I like him, but I'm not sitting here saying he's a finished product. We absolutely know he's a great quarterback. I don't know all that. I know he looked good last year, and I know that if he pans out, then it doesn't matter that they gave all that up for Trey Lance because they're still going to be good and might might even win a Super Bowl. And so, so I hear you. Here's my issue with this trade for Dallas, or I should say really for Trey Lance. He needs to play. He needs to play. That's it. He didn't. We all talking about how bad this is. Why? Because he hasn't played. Martin. You and I have almost thrown as many passes as Trey Lance since he left high school. He's thrown 420 passes in the last six years in games. And he's not going to play in Dallas? Is he? What is he? Third, he's third string. Yeah. I mean, so I you're right in that he's similar to Dak, you know, theoretically similar to Dak Prescott. We don't know if the guy can play or not. Man, it's fine for the Cowboys. But for Trey Lance, if I'm Trey Lance, I'm like, golly. Well, I think, I mean. I'm not going to play. Well, I mean, he's going to get a lot of practice crowd reps. because He could have got practice in San Francisco. He got a lot of practice in San Francisco, too. And he could get it there or anywhere else. But you know what? He needs to play. I, I mean, I don't disagree with that. But the thing about the practice in San Francisco that's interesting is we look, Kyle Shanahan really treats his quarterbacks in a very weird way. Especially like Jimmy Garoppolo had him in the Super Bowl. He's like, yo, I'm out on this guy. Whether or not it was a smart move regardless. Well, like, I think a lot of it, too, was just knowing you couldn't rely on Jimmy G with his health. And they wanted, they felt like, look, if we get a quarterback on a rookie deal, then – that allows us to go out and strengthen ourselves elsewhere, which is actually what's happened. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. But it's just the idea that Brock Purdy's walking in and is the unquestioned starter, just like Trey Lance was the unquestioned starter a year ago. Brock Purdy wants, you know, I, don't get me, came, came out, came into the league on fire. But, like, a lot of that's because of the system, right? No one's saying that Brock Purdy was it was the best rookie out there. So it's just he, he handles his quarterbacks in a weird way. We talk about his system being quarterback friendly, and part of me wonders just how quarterback friendly Kyle Shanahan is because, like, RG3, boom, same kind of story, except RG3 actually did see the but, field and got hurt. But, yeah. like, by the like, we didn't really see him getting much better, right? He got Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub he played great with. He got Matt Ryan. He played great with him. But, like, outside Kirk of that. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Kirk Cousins played well with him. But it's like, and those Jimmy guys G. have a certain level of, those guys have a certain I mean, baseline, right? Like, they have a certain baseline. They have a ceiling. Where they're at. They have a ceiling, too, but also, like, they're going to be competent, right? They're going to their completion percentage will be high if you're doing the right, throwing the right routes. They're not going to do things like throw the ball into the dirt. So it's 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 a I just, it's a weird vibes out of the quarterback's room in general around Kyle Shanahan, and this is Exhibit well, One Thousand and Three. Well, look, let's throw it out to the callers eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, and Martin and I will talk more about this, but we want to give you a chance to weigh in if you want eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. 
What are your thoughts on Trey Lance being traded to the Dallas Cowboys? You'll be able to weigh in after Steve DeSager gives us the update. Steve? Nah, a couple. I'm Chris. He's Martin. Martin Weiss is in for Rob Parker. We are live from the TireRack.com studios, and we're going to get straight to you. Jay Crawford had to cancel, but that's okay because we want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on the Trey Lance trade? 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Trey Lance going to the Cowboys. Let's start with Mo in South Carolina. Mo, you're on the odd couple. Yo, what up, Chris? What up, Martin? What's going on? What's going on, baby? What's up, man? Good to have you. Yeah, this, yeah okay. This, what it, this is what it is. And not being funny, since Dallas been losing to San Fran so much, maybe he could come in there with some secrets. And plus, he could sit behind Dak and Cooper Rush and get to learn. And like Martin said, be on the practice squad. But it might be for getting information. You know what I'm saying? If they got to go get some... <laughs> Again, I'm, I mean, I'm. No, I mean, I'm look, that I, I look, he's going to play. I mean, unless the only if he wows them in practice, which obviously he didn't wow the Niners, and maybe it doesn't go well this year for Dak. I think Dak will be fine. But if, if for some reason they were going to move on from Dak, uh, and he was great in practice, could you see a lane for him to play? Uh, yeah, but Cooper Rush is still there too. Um, so I look, teams do that. And whether or not that was the motivation, they'll certainly pick his brain and just get a little get a little something from him. I mean, so I hear what you're saying, but it, I just feel bad for Trey because he needs more than anything. He needs to play. He's not going to play. And you know what the other thing is, too, on this? Let's say Dak comes out in the first. Let's say Cowboys come out start 4-1, but Dak's thrown seven interceptions in the first five games. There's guy and he's lost a fumble per se. Like you know, okay. on, on the same kind of track that he was on last year in terms of turning the ball over. Now I doubt they'll be four and one if that happens. But hey, let's. I'll go along. I'm just, I'll play hey, along. Hey, Dak. I mean, he, they won all those games last year with Dak throwing a lot of interceptions, right? And not all of them were his fault. I'm not trying to put them all on him, but he did turn the ball over quite a bit. Fifteen interceptions in twelve games. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? They had that a pretty good record throughout. Now. If that is the case, now at those post game scrums in the press conference, like after the game, or, or Tuesday when Jerry's doing his radio show, it's gonna be, hey, what have you seen out of Trey Lance? What's how's Trey Lance been looking? Like you know, that's gonna be yeah, a but story. Trey, but Settle down just a little there's, bit. There's always a distraction in Dallas, and to your point, this is like just one more potential distraction, and and, and there's gonna be a litany of them, but. Cooper Rush is the guy going in, right? If that were to happen, it would be Cooper Rush. What did he go, 4-1 and one last year? No. So, yeah. that's the thing. Is he even better? He, he, You know, we'll see. But, look, like I said, um, I just wish he was going to go somewhere where he could play or at least was closer to getting on the field than he is in Dallas. He's got two guys ahead of him. Basically, same position he was in in San Francisco. All right, uh, let us go to another caller, 877-99 on Fox. Steven from Detroit. Welcome to the Odd Couple. What up, though? Steven from Detroit. Yep. 313. All right, so it doesn't make sense to me on both parties. Um, why would you trade a third round or a third string for a third string? Like, he's coming in as a third string. I would have liked to see him go somewhere that has quarterback injury problems like a Baltimore or someone – 
But the only thing that can make sense of me, I'm trying to make sense of the situation. Are they looking to be done with Dak after this contract? Because, what, he has two years left? Could that yeah, be Yeah, I mean, and a lot of people are saying if they don't sign him next year, or, you know, extend him, I should say, after this season, that that means, oh, they're, they're you know, they're going to move on. But, you know, no matter how it goes, I mean, if they don't get to the Super Bowl, we know that's what it, they're supposed to do in Dallas. Um, where are you getting a quarterback better than Dak Prescott? If they can, sure. But I don't know that. I mean, he's good. He's not great, but he's good. And so, and they are contenders. And so I, I think Dak is going to be there for the foreseeable future. But, you know, I look, Martin, I thought Miami and not Miami or Denver. I would have liked to see him go to Denver. Honestly, I was thinking Denver as well. Yeah. I would have seen I mean, him with Sean great, Payton. Yeah, great quarterbacks coach with Payton. And then if it doesn't go well with Russell Wilson, then maybe Trey Lance can be that guy. And you've talked about similar playing styles. I mean, we don't know what Trey Lance plays like for the most part, but you can see some similarities there with uh, with uh, Russell Wilson. All right, let's go to Bailey in Florida. Bailey, welcome to the I Couple. Hey, fellas, thank you for taking my call. Second-time yep. caller, long-time listener. So Good listen, to have you. Die, thanks, man. Die-hard Cowboys fan my entire life here. My daughter is named Dallas. So listen, <laughs> Jerry Jones is trying to put himself in a position where he could get off of Will Greer because he hasn't been working out in all these preseason games, and we've been right. sticking with him as the third-string guy for a minute. Cooper Rush is set, but with Dak, uh, if he doesn't make the move this year to push them to at least the NFC Championship game, there's definitely some questions out there as to whether or not they're going to re-sign him. And if you listen to Brandon Jacobs over on the, the mothership. He was heck, tripping, he, man. He, he, Real he, talk. He, he's, he, he's bugging. Uh, but the thing is. What did he say? He said, um, I heard the quote. But I, what? <laughs> the, the quote basically said that uh, he has more confidence in the Daniel Giants Jones. quarterback. Right. In Daniel Jones than he does in Dak after he Dak talked has about led a top Dak five like offense over his... the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, this was his last year. I mean, it was ridiculous take. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it, so, so that was definitely a hot take. But my thing is is that you do have to at least recognize that it kind of has a weird feeling like the Tony Romo situation where we got a good quarterback. It's going to – what are you? What else are you going to do? Where are you going to find somebody else when you're not a bad team that's going to draft high? Right, and right. Jerry's just trying to make sure he has something in his back pocket because Will Greer definitely ain't it. And if that gets hurt, we know Cooper Rush can hold it down. So this is just giving him somewhere to fall back to at least develop this guy and see what he could do because the 49ers cut bait too soon. And I agree with you. I feel bad for Trey Lance because he's not getting a fair opportunity to at least prove himself in games to see what he's able to do. No, nah, no question about it. That's a good call, Martin. And, and, right. They, they want to get rid of get off Will Greer. Fine. But the problem is he's still going to be third string. And, I mean, I guess, Martin, part of the thinking could be, hey, you know, we don't know if the guy can play. I mean, I know they have their sources and their moles and all that, but Mm -hmm. let's see if he can play. And maybe we find, you know, look, it's happened many times before. Maybe we can bring something out of him. I get that. 
I, you know, he's, well, especially- he might have some talent. There's no problem with that. I just feel for him that, and I'm not saying he needs to, well, actually probably does need to be thrown in there. Now it's been, what, this is his third year? Uh, he needs to be thrown in there to play. But he, just be closer. Like Atlanta, Desmond Ritter, if he doesn't work out, maybe, you know what I mean? Trey right. could have been the guy. So at least give him a shot. But he's not going to get a shot. Well, the thing is, though, he is going to get the practice squad practice squad reps. And if you are, like you said, Will Greer, we know what he's got. Like, that's not happening. But right. if you – like, Trey Lance has played so little football that he – most of the league is an unknown quantity. The only quantity – the only team that really knows what's going on is, is San Francisco, right? And then there's – And few- I tell you what, they clearly are not impressed. Right. And, 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 and here's the proof. Remember, John Lynch said we'd love to get him, if we trade him, to a place where, you know, he can play and that's good for him. This is not that place. And they didn't even wait. Like, you know, you could wait. Let's see. We we might. Look, we our quarterbacks get injured here. Hopefully that changes. But our quarterbacks have been getting injured. We might need him as a third stringer. Uh, we can wait till we get maybe a better deal or at least can put him in a better situation. They didn't do any of that. They just said, peace, good riddance. So they weren't impressed, which, you know, doesn't speak too well for the young man, but who knows? We'll see. All right, there's more I Couple coming your way. Chris Broussard, Martin Weiss, y'all know what to do. Keep it locked. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next the amex dedicated card member entrance for the win unbelievable when you get travel perks with amex platinum you're part of the action that's the powerful backing of american express Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right. It is the iCouple on the Funky Flashback Friday. We are live from the TireRack.com studios and brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection in one place. It's a wonderful thing. Trust the brother. So bundle and save at Progressive Dot com, 877-99 on Fox. You're turned away in on Trey Lance being traded to the Cowboys. Let us start with Fred from Boston. Fred, welcome to the I Couple. 
What's up, guys? Listen to you all all the time on the way home from work down here in Delray, Florida. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just saying I think Mac Jones was still the best pick in that draft draft class. If you look at the stats, and he's got a new offensive coordinator. Last year was a disaster with Patricia, but his rookie year was good. And if you pull up the stats, that was supposed to be a big year for QBs drafted. And he's still the best out of that class. What do you guys think? I think Trevor Lawrence is the best. Um, But I I think Mac definitely had a better rookie year. Trevor obviously was in a bad situation, you know, with Urban Meyer there in in, uh, Jacksonville. But... Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Mac Mac was dealt a bad hand, and he, yeah, is in turn, Mac was dealt a horrible hand last year. So I don't expect Mac. I don't expect him to play better, but I don't think he's a star. He's serviceable. He's a game manager, but I think Trevor Lawrence is clearly the best quarterback in that class. Uh, where you at, Martin? Well, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has. I think he's better than Mac Jones right now. I think Justin Fields also has potential if he can develop more as a thrower and they get him some more big body receivers can open up a lot for Chicago as well. But the caller's point is is a good one that Mac Jones walked into the league and has pretty much. Ben he was the best rookie. Yeah, he was the best rookie, and he's yeah, been yeah. he's not a guy when you look at him, it's like, okay, well, the first thing we have to upgrade is the quarterback position, right? Like when you look at it, he's not right. necessarily at that point yet. And I know Well, like, he would have been good had he gotten drafted by San Francisco. I I and, think and hell, he'd Chris, be playing well there. If he had had somebody that was offensive coordinator calling plays last year, just yeah, not, that, just that, you know, and and, and, was, and helping that was with major him. Major malpractice. And so, uh, absolutely. All right, let's go to Keith from Alabama. Keith, welcome to the Acup. What's up, fellas? How are you this evening? What up, You're great. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, I think, obviously, if Dallas can pick Trey Lance up for the right price, they should absolutely snap him up. No, they did it. They did it. They did it. Oh, they already done. My bad. A fourth-round pick, yep. I just walked out of work and into the car, so I'm I'm late to the game. No worries. I would have thought that Miami or the Giants or the Broncos would have been a way better situation for Trey Lance. Um, Yeah, Giants isn't a bad one. I had mentioned Miami and Denver. Giants isn't yeah. a bad one either. That's, really that's, a good, just, that's a good call. It's it's a, it's a new offensive head coach that didn't draft the incumbent quarterback, and so the, and Dallas is the same thing. I just feel like Miami, the New York Giants, or the Broncos have a better offensive head coach. But I mostly think that because I'm a Packer fan, so I have my own feelings on Mike McCarthy. So. <laughs> But All right, we I got think, you. I think it's a it's a good pickup for Dallas for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's a five for a third stringer. He was a third stringer in San Francisco, so I don't know what's improved for him. Let's go to Shaq from New Jersey. Shaq, welcome to the Odd Couple. Nah, it's Richmond. What's going on, Chris? Martin? Who is it? What's up? What's going on? And Martin, one correction, man. Ryan Carlton, he didn't draft Malik Willis. That was uh, John Robinson and his. Uh, his regime, and he also traded AJ Brown. So Rand got Will gotcha. Levis, and that's what. Now this is for. this is not Shaq from New Jersey. No, this Shaq from Richmond. Shaq it always called. Oh, from Richmond. Okay, my bad. Go ahead. Are you good? But um, yeah, man, I, I think the 49ers just got caught up. Uh, typically, you don't see teams competing, picking that high in the draft like they did, and I think they just they just you know got too much dip on their chip. 
And uh, they should have got somebody that can contribute right away, probably Fields or, or Mac Jones, because Trey Lance should have been on a bad team where he had time to make his mistakes and actually get on the field, not a team that was looking to get to the Super Bowl every year, and he was well, ready. Right, and you can say that about a lot of rookies, but you're right, more so than most, you say that about him. I mean, like I said, he played at Division One AA level. He only played one full season there. So, yeah, I, he just wasn't even – I mean, common sense would have told you he's probably not close to being ready to play, well, you know, and, in the NFL. And maybe right not now. even – maybe if common sense didn't quite tell you that, common sense probably definitely would have told you there's no need to trade three first-round picks to move up yeah, to the third overall right. pick to select the guy. If he – like if Trey in Lance a was a – quarterback heavy draft, right. If he was a fourth-round pick in general, we wouldn't even be thinking about this in the same no. way. If he was even the fifteenth pick, wasn't that what they had? What was it, fifteen that they? No, twelve. I want to say that eleven because I think they might have traded from eleven to three, and Michael Parsons ended up being the eleventh okay, pick to right. Dallas that year. Right, right. So even if he's the eleventh pick, I mean, it would it'd still be a big deal, but not quite as much. But uh, let's go to Tim from Atlanta. Tim, welcome to the Odd Couple. Yeah, what up, Newt? What's going on? What's up, Newt? We feeling good, man. We got an alpha on with us, Martin, but you know, that's all right. He's still a great brother. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that, probably, that would have been my third choice, Chris. That would have been my third choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's up, Martin? How's what it up? going, bro? What's going on, man? What you got? Uh, uh, well, you know, I've been a 49ers fan for almost 30 years now, so I've rolled with them for a while. Um, I, I think two things. First of all, I think that uh, I feel like Kyle Shanahan has always been overrated. To me, he's just been overrated. So I think at some point he needs the owner. I think, you know, he's one of those guys that kind of overthinks himself. Like, yeah, I agree. More than what he is, you know what I mean? I think that's what happened in the Super Bowl. He overthought things. Yep. Wanted to, thought himself as a super genius. And I think that's what happened with the Trey Lance. You know, these guys sometimes think that they can pick a diamond out of the rough and they just, you know, oh, I can be the one. And I just think he swung and miss, you know, on Trey Lance. I think there was no way they should have wasted that draft capital. They were very fortunate, like you said, that they were stacked in other places, so it didn't really come back to bite them in the butt. Thank God, as a 49ers fan, I'm glad, but he made a mistake. He and Lynch uh, made a mistake with it, and I think Trey Lance only got to start because it was just by, you know, there was nobody it, else there, right? Right? Nobody else, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yep. I don't even think they were ready to play him then. I just think it's, we got to go with what we have, and we pray that uh, it works out. But I just think they, re- I think they knew a long time ago once they drafted him. Uh, even before they named him the star, that he really wasn't that good. And they had no idea what they had in Brock Purdy. So that's yeah, just my take nah, on I think that's a good take, Tim. We appreciate that from the ATL. We got James Boyd, who covers Indianapolis Colts for the athletic right around the corner. But first, Steve DeSager with the update. Steve? Continue to pray for Bronny James and his family as he works his way through this. Um, our next guest is a great writer for The Athletic, covers the Indianapolis Colts. We welcome in to the TireRack.com studios, James Boyd. James, welcome. Thanks for having me. Great to have you, my man. And look, we know you cover the Colts, but we know you also cover the entire league. So we would be remiss if we don't start with the Trey Lance trade. What are your thoughts on uh, his move to Dallas? Low risk, high reward for Dallas. I was a bit surprised, obviously, because they already have 
three quarterbacks from their roster seem pretty set after their last preseason game. But, I mean, a fourth-round pick for a guy who used to be, you know, a top-three pick, um, I don't see why not. If he doesn't pan out, hey, you only gave up a fourth-round pick. If he does pan out and becomes a really good backup or your potential starter down the line, then obviously you made a really good trade. Nah. Yeah, I just I, – I worry. I, I would have liked to have seen him gone somewhere where he'd be closer to playing, you know what I mean, or, or given the job. But he needs to play more than anything else, you know what I mean? I agree with that, yes. I do agree with that because he hasn't played at all. Like, right. It's kind of crazy to think of a guy who has been in the league that long but has been you know stuck behind other starters, injuries. He's had literally every break go against him in the NFL. Now, uh, one guy who is, seems like he's going to play as long as he stays healthy for you guys, the Indianapolis Colts, Anthony Richardson. He came out last uh, in his preseason debut, or not preseason debut, rather, but last preseason game that he played. And uh, six for 17, if you look at the stat line, it wasn't great. I think the tape looks a little bit better than the stat line actually does. But what do you make of uh, – the one move that everybody saw that he put on tape after, after a running back scores that touchdown, him doing the fly Eagles fly in the end zone. What was the? Is there any fallout from that around the organization? Not at all. I like it. I think that he brings a certain level of charisma, confidence, and you need that. Some people hype that stuff up like, oh my gosh, he's going to regret that. Don't poke the bear. Who cares? I mean, if you're going to be confident, if you're going to be a guy, at some point. You need to be talking stuff, and I like it. I'm, I'm team petty all the way, so I enjoy it. <laughs> all right, speaking of petty, uh, it's a lot of petty feelings. I actually, it's major. It's just not even petty on Jonathan Taylor's part, but the issues with him and the Colts, and now it looks like at least the reports are that they're deadlocked uh, as far as a trade and a stalemate with the Miami Dolphins. Um, how do you think this thing is going to work out? I mean, I said going into, you know, once it was announced that he could be traded or would be traded or at least given permission to talk to teams, that I kind of I, I thought most likely he would not be traded because the Colts wouldn't get what they're looking for. And I thought other teams might be hesitant to give him or just downright resistant to giving him the long-term contract that he wants how do you think – where do things stand now, and how do you think it ends up before two, the Tuesday deadline? I think the relationship remains broken. Obviously, they don't see eye-to-eye. John Taylor, the Colts, and Jim Irsay, they don't see eye-to-eye. That's been very clear. I mean, he's back with the team now. He had been away, but it's not like he's exactly happy to be there. And we could say that on the record for sure. But I do think that, well, to your point, Chris, they didn't really open this up for him to seek trades with the idea of really moving him, in my opinion. I think it's more right. like a Lamar Jackson approach where, okay, we're going to let you talk to other teams. These teams that you think are oh so high on you will not actually want you or that market will not materialize. So, therefore, you're going to be stuck with us and we'll be able to control your future even more. So, I think it's more so them not beating him up anymore and just letting the rest of the league kind of right. tell him, hey, you're maybe not as valuable as you think. Any doubt, quickly, Martin, if you mind my step in, any doubt that if he's not traded that he'll play and play hard and, you know, as best he can for the Colts? I don't know about play hard, but he has to play to earn that fourth accrued season and become a free agent after this year. So if he is here, you know, for the season, if they, if they don't move him, then he has to play at least six games and be healthy for him. And we will also find out by Tuesday, let alone – I know that people think that's the trade deadline or the pre-trade deadline for the Colts. 
But what Tuesday significance also represents is, is he really hurt? Now, everyone's been kind of speculating, is he hurt? Is he not? Is he holding out? But if he's not off the pub list by Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time, he will have to miss the first four games of the season, and we will know then if he's really injured. Yeah, I've assumed he's just kind of sitting out. Right. Uh, you know, that he's not. But we will see. You're right. But I will say this, James. I found you on Twitter the day that Jim Irsay was talking about you know, <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, who is James Boy Romeo kid, Romeoville kid? I was like, I gotta double check this before I was like, am I getting got? No, turns out I was not getting got at all. And the NFL owner actually said that about one of his best players. That's crazy. Then they go and they have the meeting in the on the reported on the bus at training camp, and that apparently, I imagine, didn't go best possible because again, like we said, he's still on pup seeking a trade. I wonder off the, off the last like. 12 months of, of just Colts football, right? From bringing in Matt Ryan to firing Frank Wright and having Frank Wright fire some of his offensive staff right before firing him as a whole to hiring Jeff Saturday to now with this Jonathan Taylor stuff. Is like, what's the vibe in the organization just in general? Like, it's because I'm sitting here as a fan, as a not a fan of the team, but a fan of the league. I'm not plugged in like you are. I'm not there every day like you are. But I'm sitting here like, yo, when's the last time Jim Irsay made the right decision? It feels like it's been a minute. I think that he has made the right decision from a team standpoint. I would not give a lot of money to running back coming off an injury. It's just that he didn't have to bring it into the public square, and neither did JT's agent. Now, what I will say, it has been. Sort of a circus here in Indianapolis because the one thing he also left out was the gambling violation by Isaiah Rogers. Right. So he got right. dismissed. So it's just one thing after another, it seems like, for this team. But I would say, for the most part, although the JT stuff is hanging over the team right now, a lot of them are excited about Anthony Richardson and what he could do with this team, with this offense, with Shane Sykin. And to be honest, as long as he develops this season and they believe he can morph into a guy, then everything else will kind of fall by the wayside and. And you know, even though it'll be awkward between JT and the franchise if he doesn't move, the bigger piece, the bigger picture is always the quarterback. So if Anthony Richardson clicks, everything else doesn't really matter. If Taylor does remain with Indianapolis and play, any chance I mean, that's a weak division, weakest in the AFC. Most people, including myself, think Jacksonville's got a clear path to the title in that division. But any chance Indianapolis can you know, make forget making a run at the division title, but make a run at the playoffs maybe as a wild card? I don't think so. I just think that Anthony Richardson won't be consistent enough. He's shown flashes of what he can be. But as we saw last night, 17 passing, had some great throws, some not-so-great throws, some great elusiveness. But then he also had a weird fumble where nobody hit him. He just lost the ball. So I think those types of things are going to create a very up-and-down season. So I have him winning five games, maximum maybe about seven. And I, you know, for, again, for the Colts, if AR makes progress, they get a top 10 pick next year, and in their eyes, it's probably a successful season. Before you go, and this, you can answer this quickly, because you may have already basically answered it, but you've heard a lot of people say, look, the one thing you want to do with a, a rookie quarterback and give him help is have a good running game. And so why in the world wouldn't you have Jonathan Taylor there? Is it to your, in your thinking, just like we said, well, they don't really plan on trading Jonathan Taylor. And so in their mind, he will be there. Or do they think we don't need a great running game for Anthony Richardson? I don't think that they necessarily need a great running game. Jalen Hurts sort of proved that in Philly. The scheme can get you the runs. And I do think when you have a dual threat quarterback, 
it helps you generate more yards with your scheme because everyone's scared about the threat of the quarterback keeping the ball. That creates bigger lanes for your running backs. And so I do think that the Colts will be okay without Jonathan Taylor, but he would obviously benefit, you know, Anthony Richardson in his development. But it's not like, you know, you have an immobile quarterback and you need that running back to generate rushing yards because AR is going to do a lot of that stuff himself. All right, that's James Boyd. Check him out at The Athletic. Great stuff, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yep. All right, The Odd Couple's brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. At the end of your first year, Discover automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. Everything you've earned is doubled. Yes, I'll say it again. Everything you've earned, doubled. Seriously. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Shop Talk is next. Keep it locked. Odd Couple. All right, when's the last time you looked at your tires? No, no, I mean really looked at your tires, like a close inspection. You know, worn-out tires are dangerous to you, to your passengers, and to other drivers. And it takes you longer to stop, and it decreases your vehicle's fuel economy. So that's taking money out of your pocket. So here's how you check to see whether or not you need new tires. You grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of George Washington's head... It's time to replace your tires. So head on over to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll tell you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. You'll get to choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires. They'll be shipped fast and free to you or to one of more than 10,000 recommended installers. Plus, you'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation also is available in many of the areas. That's where they bring the tires to you at your home or your workplace and install them on site. Ultra convenient. Trust the brother. So go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Pirelli test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 